Hello, everybody. You listen to J Movie Talk, episode two eighty nine. I am back, um, again with a non movie review episode. Um, if you listen to the last episode two eighty eight, I just kind of got on and talked about a few things that you know that was movie and TV show related, and I'm kind of doing that again with this episode. Um, happy August to everybody. Um. I will be returning back with new movie episodes here relatively soon. Just I haven't done it yet. Um, but um, it's good to be back behind the microphone um, talking um, some movie and TV show stuff once again. So um, get into the topics that I have for this episode. Uh, it's going to be relatively a short episode again, but um just some stuff that i've been watching lately so if anyone who follows me on on x formerly known as the twitter which is a stupid name that they decided to call it x but hey what do i know um i'm not i didn't buy uh an app for 44 billion dollars so whatever all right um but anyway if you follow me over on that app and everything you would know that I am a fan of the Righteous Gemstones. And I've been I've been enjoying that show um and everything. But here in the middle of this third season here, I decided to go down what I like to refer to it as the Danny McBride universe. And I went back and I watched Vice Principles. And I can't believe that show was only on for two seasons. I feel like that show should have gotten more than two seasons, really, um, and everything. So I went down that rabbit hole, and by going through that, I said, you know what? Let me go back and check out Eastbound and Down, which I did. And I just finished that here um, last night, actually. Um, and I just have to say that Danny McBride is, is dope with the shows that he comes up with and i'm glad that gemstones is getting a fourth season and i'm kind of looking pretty much a match made in heaven between danny mcbride uh jody hill david gordon green that team that's a i don't know they just come up with some wild concepts and stuff and these characters who are not great people at all but you feel for them you have some type of a connection to them and i don't know how they do it but you do these people are some of the worst people i mean kenny powers neil gamby and jesse gemstone i'm just going with the danny mcbride characters you shouldn't really not like any of those people but some way somehow they have a charm to them and i kind of thought about it and i was like well which one of the three do i like the best of those characters and ironically enough is Neil Gamby. Neil Gamby is probably my favorite of the three. Um just because he actually always did care, even though he cared in a madman type of way, but he cared about his job. He did actually care about things. It's just he was a maniac at his job and everything. So if you haven't checked out Eastbound and Down and 
Um, well, actually, any of the shows, Eastbound and Down, Vice Principals, or even Righteous Gemstones, I definitely recommend checking all three of those shows out. Um, Winning Time, season two just started, by the way. Um, the you know the Laker dynasty and everything. Again, I'm talking about another Max show. Um, and everything. Season two just started. Really enjoying where they're taking this and just kind of going on this journey with this team and this organization. And just it's funny, like watching this stuff in hindsight because some of it, yeah, there is some artistic liberties that's kind of going on, but for the most part, it's factual stuff of what actually went on. It's just in a dramatized way um, and everything. But even though we know what the Lakers became and everything, but just watching it and like to go like just going down the road of with Jerry Buss and the fact that one of the running jokes about this show is the fact that he ain't got the money he claims, you know, well, he ain't got the money. You know that he kind of portrays that he have and everything and the fact that they basically white people a lot of stuff with you know getting loans and credit and stuff like that and how they move money around and it's like yeah they really was like faking it until they made it really with a lot of stuff and they just happened to like fail ass backwards with luck when it came to certain things um but definitely um enjoying season two of winning time and everything and the last current show that i'm i'm watching right now is the tv show heels even though right now steven mel is kind of like a public enemy number one because of some nonsense that he decided to talk about regarding the actors and writer strike so i'm not going to talk too much about the show um heels it comes on stars if you want to check it out um if you are a wrestling fan or if you're not even a wrestling fan, I do recommend checking it out because it's more than just about the wrestling um, and everything. And it, it, it's a dope show. And that's all I say about that. Um, and because, like I say, Stephen Mell is is not a great person, but I am watching the show. Unfortunately, because it, I, I do enjoy the show, but it's not because of him in anything. So another thing I want to talk about is just kind of spotlight some of the some of my favorite um, underrated actors and actresses. I know a while back I did a episode where I talked about some underrated actors and actresses, um, but I just kind of wanted to do just kind of update it in a way and just kind of you know give some praise to some um, great actors and actresses who you probably don't necessarily know by name, but you know their faces if you see them. So first up, I want to mention Dominique Fishback. Uh, this woman is, she really should be in a lot more things. She really should be more of a household name, um, things like that. I remember the first thing I saw her in was The Deuce, which I covered here on the network with TV's own podcast. Um me and Chantel talked about the deuce, which was a really good show and everything. And she was really good on the show. And it's good to see that her career has really taken off after it. And I mean, she was great in the Netflix movie with Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, Project Power, uh, Swarm, which is a wild freaking show, but her her acting in that show is is great 
And I just think that she just, she got next up, I feel. Um, hopefully, and I'm not saying this in a bad way when I say this, but hopefully she doesn't get pulled into the Marvel universe because when you get pulled into that universe, your career kind of revolves strictly around that. And I think with as talented as she is and with the different characters that she played, I think that Marvel would in a way kind of handcuff her in a way as far as talent wise. And like I say, that's not a bad thing. I just think about Robert Downey Jr. And how much of a great actor that he is. And with him being Iron Man for so long, we didn't get to see him as anything else. And then as soon as he's out of there, we get this great performance from him from in Oppenheimer. And I'm kind of putting it out there right now. I know it's August and everything, but I feel like Best Supporting Actor Award is his unless somebody out of nowhere comes and take it, which I don't see nobody taking it from him. I I feel like he's going to win Best Supporting Actor because he's going to get nominated, and I feel like he's going to win it for his performance in Oppenheimer. If you haven't seen Oppenheimer, definitely check it out. Robert Downey, everybody in the movie is great, but Downey is one of the pillars of that movie. Um, So, yeah, definitely check out Dominic Fishback and anything. If you haven't seen The Deuce, go back and watch her in The Deuce for sure, too. Um, Another actor, uh, Aldous Hodge. A dude has been around for a long time um, and everything. Like I say, you probably probably don't know his name, but you see his face, you know who he is. Um, Most recently, he has been in uh, Black Adam where he played Hawkman, which I thought he did a Damn good job as Hawkman. I know a lot of people have their feelings about the movie. Say what you will about the movie overall, but I thought he was really good. I enjoy the movie. Um, I don't take you know so things so personally because I I try to enjoy movies for what they are, not always what the source material is, but the movie itself for what it was and the character that he plays and just him as the leader of uh justice. Justice Society um, and everything and just the dynamic between him and Pierce Brother, He's dope in the movie. And I just want to the brother. He is like I said, he's a really good actor. And I think I saw something where he is going to be in a new movie. Um, I can't remember if it's going to be him and his brother, Edwin, because it's funny. You got Edwin Hodge and Aldous Hodge. And if you, it's almost like the Harris brothers, Wood and Stephen Harris, like, they're brothers, but if you don't know their brothers, but then when you know their brothers, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they are brothers type of thing. So it's kind of like that same dynamic. But I think they're going to be in a movie. They're going to be like a sci-fi movie together and everything. Um, but, yeah, like I say, definitely check him out, you know, stuff like that. Look up his filmography. You know, check out some of the stuff. Because, like I say, he's a, he's a really good actor. He's he's very underrated as well. Um, and probably one of the biggest underrated actors I feel of all time is Amon Walker. Um, I remember I talked a lot about him when I did um, um, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. He plays the warlord in that. Um, But he played Howlin' Wolf and Calat Records, which he didn't have a lot of screen time, but he has like a command presence in a movie that you just 
watch and everything. And most right now, he's probably best known for playing the Chief and Chicago Fire, which I don't watch it on a regular basis, but I do watch episodes randomly just because he does star in it. And I remember like the first thing I saw him in was uh, it was this TV show that came on Fox where he played a lawyer called Justice, and he was a part of the team, but because of how strong of an actor he is, it's like he was taking the shine away from the people who were looked at as the main stars, and I know the show didn't last too long, and I always kind of felt like they didn't know how to deal with him outshining the main cast. Well, not just the main cast, but the main characters um, in a way. And, of course, his, his turn in Oz, which I've only watched that show once because the movie is, I mean, the movie, the TV show is strictly about prison life and everything. It's a great show. Um, it's a precursor to The Wire in a way. Um, got a few actors who show up in it that eventually go on and be in the wire also Edie Falco who went on to be in the Sopranos is in it um so it, it, like I say it's a great character show but it's not a show that I kind of recommend a lot to people but just for the purpose of watching Amon Walker I would say check out Oz to see why I feel the way I feel about him as an actor and why he for whatever reason he never like his name never blew up and I always felt like he walked so Idris Elba could run in a way because ironic enough, which people don't know this. If you, well, it's one of those, if you know, you know that Amon Walker is British also. But he's very good at hiding his accent. Um, not like Idris so much on the wire because go back and watch him on the ride. You, you, you hear that accent kind of bleed through a lot. Um, but Amon Walker is very good at hiding his um, English accent. Um, and last but not least... Anjane Ellis, I mean, she's just a dope actress. Uh, I remember the first time seeing her in Ray um, and everything, and now she's on the new Justified series um, playing a lawyer on that, and her turn in Lovecraft Country was great, which another great show that was taken away from us for no good reason. Um, and everything, but it, you, again, if you don't know the name Anjane Ellis, but you probably know her face, so I like to say those are some of my underrated actors and actresses that I feel should be, you know, get some shine and get some, you know, so for everyone who's listening, definitely check out, you know, some of their TV shows and movies um, and everything. And to kind of wrap this episode up with, speaking of TV shows, um, that's no longer around. Um, I say go back and check out some of these shows if you haven't seen any of their shows. Now, I'm going to go to Netflix for a second. Now, there's two shows on Netflix that were canceled for no really good reasons. First show I'm going to talk about is Mindhunter, about the FBI, how they first started the whole profiling of serial killers and you have the the team that goes around and and everything like that and talking to the known and somewhat unknown serial killers and just kind of started the profile and starts their division up and everything. This show is very good. It's David Fincher. Very good show. Uh, really great acting in this show. 
And for no reason, I mean, I have my theory about why the show was was canceled season two, which which featured heavily about the Atlanta child murders. If you don't know that story, Google it, look it up and everything. But I do feel like that story has a lot to do with why the show was taken off. I feel like kind of similar how I felt about the reason why True Detective was initially canceled after season two. And then it had its revival some years later. So hopefully a few years down the road, we don't get, oh, Mindhunter is coming back. Hopefully we get something like that because the show should have never been canceled. It was a great show. It had great ratings. But for whatever reason, Netflix canceled the show. Another show that I actually covered here on uh, the network was Glow. Me and Freddie, we did uh, Glow, uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Again, on a great ensemble cast of ladies. It was my introduction to Betty Gilpin um, and everything. Allison Bree is dope in the show. And like I said, all the ladies that had to star in the show is all dope and they own unique characters and stuff like that. Set in the 80s, it's a, it's a great show and everything. It, they was getting ready for their fourth season and for whatever reason, they said, you know what, we're just going to cancel it. And I feel like those two shows similar to how I feel about Lovecraft Country, were canceled unjustifiably. But if you haven't seen any of those shows, definitely I recommend checking those shows out because they deserve they deserved more than what they got. They deserved a whole lot more praise and more viewership, even though they were very good with with the viewership, which is crazy. They were these were these were top rated shows um and everything and then they were just taken from us for whatever reason. Um now, a show that was ruined by the writer's strike um, back in the day, and I'm talking about Heroes, that first season is still probably one of the best first seasons of a TV show that I've ever seen. Just the just how it was all set up and where they were moving forward and how we were introduced to these people with these powers and and everything and... Like I said, the show was dope. The first season, like I said, it's probably one of the best first seasons of television. Then season two comes along and people were hyped for it because we, we built it off for the success of season one. And then the writer's strike happened and they never recovered from the writer's strike. And oddly enough, the show got four year, four seasons. But they could never recover from what happened with that writer's strike with the reason why season two was cut short the way it was. And then they tried to come back and it's just they never could get back to what season one was. But you still got four seasons. out, And then you even got a revival of it. I didn't watch the revival, by the way. But you did get a revival of, of Heroes. Heroes Reborn, I believe, is what it was called. But... I I still recommend checking checking out Heroes. It was a, it was a great show, you know. Until it wasn't a great show. It had it still even the later season. It has its moments, but I, I it just never got back to what season one was. And then a few FX shows that I kind of somewhat went back and watched. I mean. The fact that uh, I mentioned Justified City Primeval, um, which is the new uh, revival of Justified, which is currently on, on now. But 
I would definitely say go back and check out the original Justified that had its run. Um, I mean, Timothy Oliphant as U.S. Marshal Rayleigh Gibbons is dope, uh, but the real star of that show was Walt Goggins as Boyd Crowder. Um, he really commands that show. I mean, like I say, overall it's a great show, but he kind of actually outshines um, Timothy Oliphant a lot in that show. And But Timothy Oliphant's damn good as well in the show. But I uh, definitely recommend going back and checking out the original Justified run. If, you, if you're someone that's probably watched Justified City Prime Evil but didn't watch the original, go back and watch the original Justified. And then I'm going to end it with talking about Sons of Anarchy, which I started re-watching here recently. Because I'm one of those people, I used to watch every single FX show that was on during, like, during that time. It started with The Shield, You Rescue Me. Sons of Anarchy, Justified. I watched all these shows and just kind of going back and revisiting Sons of Anarchy, which has a great, you know, character actor cast um, and everything. And the fact that Katie Seagal never got nominated for her, her performance as Gemma on that, on that show, which is kind of insane to me because if you are like me, you grew up in the 90s, you knew Katie Seagal for playing Peggy Bundy. But... To see her as Gemma, which is completely different from Peggy Bundy on that show, is just insane. It's just a testament to her and her acting skills and everything. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend going back and checking out Sons of Anarchy. Even if you don't like biker stuff and everything, because some of the stuff they get mixed up in is kind of wild and crazy. And if you're someone who watched The Shield, I mean, you will see a quite a bit of actors that showed up in the shield make appearances in sons of anarchy as well at different points throughout the seasons and everything so yeah um that's pretty much it what i wanted to get on and kind of talk about for this episode again not another another not another movie episode which actually might be the be the title of this episode not another movie episode um yeah so that's pretty much it for me i want to thank you guys for listening um, of course, you can check me out on X, formerly known as Twitter. You can follow me there at the J Giles R, um, which is my personal page or the movie page, of course, J Movie Talk. Um, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, you can find TV's on Podcast Network um, and everything like that. Find Movie Talk and check out some of the older episodes that I have and look forward to newer movie reviews that will be coming here before, you know, at some point here in August. Um, and everything uh, But I did want to make this I don't think I said it on the last episode But I did want to say it here That if you listen to um, Us on Stitcher Stitcher is going away at the end of August So if you are someone who listens to TV Zone Podcast Network On Stitcher uh, Definitely check us out on the other uh, Streamer um, Podcasting app Catchers um, iTunes Spotify, um, Good Pods, uh, pretty much wherever else that hosts podcasting apps and everything. Definitely check us out there. Follow us over there. So when Stitcher is gone at the end of August, you will still know where to follow us. Or if you listen to us on the website, www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com, hey, there's even more power to you. But uh, I don't know why Stitcher is going away. 
I get, well, I think I did because I read the email that I got. Um, I guess because of the fact that Stitcher is a sub subsidiary of um, I can't remember exactly which one it is, but it's a sub of somebody. So I guess they're kind of consolidating. I think it's it's not serious. I don't think it's I forgot exactly which one it is, <clears throat> but yeah, the Stitcher is going away. Um, unfortunately. So if you're someone who is a regular listener to us over there, like I say, check us out on some of the other podcasting catchers and everything like that. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll be back for episode 290. Um, right now, don't know if it's going to be a movie episode or if it's going to be one of me just kind of talking about, you know, things I've been watching and what are the other things I can kind of think about, um, like that. So until next time, peace.